I'm on. Casey, how's it going? It's going good. <laughs> nice to hear you, Casey. Nice to hear you guys. Yep. You have David and uh, Ryan, and Ryan introduced your friend. So today we have the pleasure of having Curtis Evans on this podcast with us, and that is because he has uh, had a lot more access and experience with Shima House. And so we are drinking Shimahau with him, and he is going to give us some more details about it. We'll be asking him questions throughout throughout this podcast today. I am I am quite jealous since I'm the only only one not there. Yeah. Yeah. But I will I will tell you that I am currently drinking um, Amanda, Amanda and Amanda Gerba, and it is is tasty. I mean, I'm using a a. It's a it's an aluminum, like powder coated blue aluminum um, mate. So that's 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 what I'm that's what I'm doing. But I'll have to get me some Shima Hao to try. Yeah, and I you know depending on what you like to drink, um, or how you like to drink it, either in an aluminum cup or in in something that's more like a gourd or wood. It's it doesn't matter really as long as you're drinking the mate, but everybody has their different um their different bombija and or straw and their different gourd or cup that they love to drink out of. Yeah. The one I really like to drink out of at home is my Palo Santo. And I and I switch off between one gourd, um, my red gourd and my Palo Santo. And um how do you like that Amanda? I like I love Amanda. It's really good. It is. It is really good. It has um I don't know, it's 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 not as bitter, like it's a strong flavor, but it it's it's earthier without still without quite the bitterness though. I like it. Yeah. I have so many dad jokes going through my head when David said, I love Amanda. I'm like, well his wife's name is Patricia. <laughs> and yeah. And yeah, so I gotta stay. It's because it's I've been a dad for too long. <laughs> so, so, so Curtis here is not a dad at all yet. He's still a young buck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I hope his voice gets registered on this podcast because it's low. So Casey, we are we're drinking. Uh, we are drinking shimango. Yeah, shimango. Shimango. Tell tell us a little bit about this shimango. So I got this shimango from a market here in in Orem, Utah, and it's it's got it's like a it's shima house, so it's like a greener herb. It's not quite as like dry and a darker green as mate, and it's it's bitter, but it's it's pretty good. It's it's it the is, best one I found. It's absolutely like like uh electric green yeah it's like if you're bright like, green i'm looking at i'm looking down on it and i don't think i've ever had mate as green and bright green as this uh and it's it's kind of like it's it, kind of picture uh what, what am i trying to say it's it's picturesque. photogenic that's what i was going to say it's <laughs> it very does. photogenic like uh if you were to take a picture, we took several, so you'll see it on our Instagram page. But we'll... Yeah, but, but I think about, like, the Brazilian flag, their yellow and green, That's that true. bright green from the Brazilian flag. Yeah. It, it's just like that. Like or the, I was even thinking, yeah, this. like this right there. Like yellowish yeah. green. Yeah, yeah, like yellowish green. I was even thinking, like, the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. Like that, that green. Yeah. 
for for people who who follow Seattle Seahawks, Seattle yeah. Sounders. Well, yeah, they're the it's the same colors. <laughs> Seattle Seahawks, Seattle Sounders. Yeah, I was gonna say I have no idea what the Seattle Seahawks. Seattle Seahawks are the football team. Yeah, the Tim and the Portland Timbers. Yeah, but it's not. Green. Yeah, because it's not green like the Portland Timbers though. Not like that, but more like the Sounders, the Sounders color. Yeah, but it is. It's a brighter they, green. Definitely. Seattle Sounders, the other football club. The other football club, <laughs> exactly. The Sounders. Yeah. Um, but we are just talking about like the. We are looking at the two ways that uh, Shimahau, or and they call it Erva, or Erva, 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 and and how the bag is like has foil lining, and the outside of it is is more like a plastic. And it even says on the on the package, drink within 30 days. Best to drink within 30 days. And I just think, wow, like my mate lasts forever. <laughs> like we buy it, you know, it, once it's open, you have you're supposed to drink it within 30 days because it can go bad because it's so it's it's not smoked, it's not it's it's not dried out as much like yerba mate. Curtis, yeah. maybe, maybe you could tell us a little bit about some background of Shimahau versus Argentine because you know the basics is basic is that Argentine Sherba Mate is darker color and it's aged like for a year but Shimahau from Brazil looks very different and is and is basically uh, prepared a little bit differently you want to talk a little bit about the differences there yeah, so so Shima Hong, it's like it's it's in a bigger kuya or cup or mate you could say, and it's it's bigger. So like usually with with a traditional Argentina mate, you drink it like two or three sips and and your turn's done. But with Shima Hong, we've been drinking here and it takes a few minutes to drink. You just, just point. You just looked at me because I, I've been I've been nursing this for like five minutes. It, it, it takes a few minutes to drink just one, and but that just goes with like, and that's just normal in Brazil. No one really drinks that at a fast pace, and they just sit around and drink it. And the quia or the cup, it's it's not as like round, you could say, as a as an Argentina one. Like it, it kind of levels off on the top. So you can hold the erva on the top or the herb that it won't like fall down and become like a ball of goop down on the bottom <laughs> that will clog your bombilla, bombilla or your bomba, your straw. And in Brazil, they call it bomba. Yeah, is, in Brazil, it's called it a bomba. Is it, is it just the style that it's like, is it? It's just the straw is called the bomba. And oh, any straw. Any, okay. any straw. That goes with Shimahang. Okay, it's a bomba. Okay, yeah. wow. and it and it is a bit different. Like I I notice it, it looks like it's almost like one and a half the thickness that uh, of a yeah. bombija that we would use, and then also on the bottom it has that that spoon. It's also yeah, the, much the, bigger down on the bottom where like it filters out. It like will, when you suck through and it like catches the air and sends just the tea through. That's like much bigger. Yeah. because yeah, it's almost like a nickel or quarter yeah. sized uh -huh. on the bottom. So Curtis, you, you prepared this perfectly. I've tried to prepare it before <laughs> and it hasn't worked. I've had, I've tried to prepare Shimahau in the past and I've, I've ended up with like a bunch of 
dry caked sherba in, <laughs> at the bottom or uh, too much of the polvo, the, the powder like coming up through the straw. So maybe, maybe you can run through its preparation or All right. tell me what I'm doing wrong. <laughs> so so I learned I learned two ways when I lived in Brazil how to prepare shimaho. The one way is to the first way I learned was you fill up the quia or the cup like halfway and then you just put erva or the herb on the top and then you just stick the bomba in like cover the top of the bomba stick it in or you cover the top with your thumb yeah you cover the yeah. top and you stick it in and, and then you just like it will just kind of naturally form and that's like the easiest way to make it and that's like the easiest most beginner way to make it is you put water in first and then you just put the erva on top and then you just stick you cold water or, or uh, just warm warm water? warm water because okay. you don't really want to burn the erva or else you'll lose its flavor so the yeah. first the first one as you're preparing the first one you actually put water in like yeah like warm water before you actually put in the hot water yeah okay. so like, yeah you just fill it up so with water like like about halfway and then just stick the the bomba in and then as you put water in you like put water in or like Knock, side. and you kind of knock things down but okay. knock the, the erva down and then it like just naturally make this the form that we have right now so yeah, the, so form, the form that i'm seeing is like it's like a mountain on one side with a wall in the middle yeah. uh, and then the way that you've been kind of preparing each each uh, cevada is just by like letting the water drip down over the mountain and and that's been knocking a little bit of it down is uh -huh. that how you would describe it right? so yeah and, and that's the that's the easiest way yeah and it, it it even like even the mountain has almost like underneath it you can see right underneath the mountain mm -hmm. kind of stays on top and that must be from like the quia that has the the curve the curve on the outside that it's basically um kind of like using itself um to yeah. what, what the tension that from the water and itself together is holding it up yeah. and then you just kind of push it down as you as you drink and a, another thing i found difficult with shimaho is like in like a glass quia or like something that isn't the gourd it's hard to prepare it well because it just slips okay it just slips right down in so the shape is really important the shape right? and also the the, oh yeah, hourglass shape. Yeah, and ha like the texture of the gourd will grab it. Okay. Like it won't let it fall. It gives it some some kind With of that like... texture. Yeah, yeah, the texture gives it. What is that called? Some friction. Some, some friction. friction yeah. yeah. Okay. But the, so the easiest way to prepare is to put water in first, and then put erva on the top, and then it'll just like naturally form. But then okay. the other way to prepare it that I prepare it now, it's a little harder. Is like you kind of just shake the erva to the one side cover it with so your you hand you put in you put in like a half or a, three about half three quarters and then you put it to the one side uh, put it to the one side and, and i take the bomba and i just like stick it in i push it i pack it up kind of like side. and okay. i pack it all, all up to like where the curve is almost okay. and then i try to just keep it there and then i just put water in and then mm -hmm. put some warm water in like just tap water and then warm water so it's like a a lukewarm water at the start yeah and then i put hot water in but I've, that has that takes a lot of practice because mate is a little bit more easier to like pack i think or like mm -hmm. like leave it in a spot because it's like a little bit finer or well, not finer but i mean it's just yeah it's cut 
like the, 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 the cuts, cut. yeah, it'll stay there in place. But like yeah. Shimahama, like it moves around a lot. It's kind of slippery, if that makes any sense. Yep. Once I clip it up, and so, but that's why putting water in first seems to be the easiest for me when I started drinking it. One thing that I noticed that it is very powdery compared to regular sherba, regular Argentine sherba. Yeah. Super powdery. So you almost, you absolutely need to make sure that your bomba doesn't get uh, tapado or uh, plugged up. Yeah. So, so, and the thing I found the best is to not, not, not like, it. not move it. <laughs> it, it. Like with mate, if you touch it, it it's okay a little bit, but like with Shima, yeah, it's not you touch okay. it and you move it, it's not really okay with mate. But. Yeah. You shouldn't yeah. ever be Less. moving the bomba, no. but you're, you'd be forgiven if it was Argentine. Yeah, because with, with Shima, how it gets plugged. Yeah, okay. And, yeah, and it, it's really annoying when someone just like, like oh, don't do that. Don't, don't touch move it. the mate. Yeah. Well, how would they so I've, I've, got a, I've got a couple of questions. Um, where it's bigger... Um, are you and I can't see you guys. Are you guys sharing it, passing it around, or do you each have your own? We are sharing it because two out of three people here are vaccinated. Um, Ryan and, and Curtis are both both vaccinated. I'm, yep. I wish I was. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, well, I guess the the question the question would be in in Brazil. Is it do you traditionally like? do you drink it like in Argentina where you, you pass it around yeah. or is it every, everybody comes over with their own since they're so, they're a much longer drink. No, everyone usually just pass it around. Like, so there's a lot of different sizes of quias or the cups. And usually if you're going to drink it alone, you'll get a bigger one. But if you're with people, you'll get like a smaller one. So it goes faster. And the one we're drinking out like right now, it's like a normal size that you would see in anyone's house if you go to drink it. Yeah. You, we so did, we in, talked about it before the podcast, but you, you learned to drink Shimahau in, um, I forgot on right, Rio Grande do Sul? Yeah, in Rio Grande do Sul in, in Porto Alegre. It's the, the southmost state of Brazil. It's where the Brazilian gauchos or gauchos, gauchos in Portuguese, that's where they are. Okay. Yeah, uh, and they they have a lot of the similar culture where they they drink the shimahau. They also have the, um, they also Asas, do the big or, asados. Yeah, and chuhasco, chuhasco, Yeah, that's a that's a really cool sound. I just heard that fill up. <laughs> yeah, forever, right? It's like yeah. yeah. I, I was just thinking, man, I need to start heating up more water. I think it's almost gone. Yeah. But yeah, it does. It takes a lot of uh, it's largo. It's yeah, it's long, long, It's a long. long it's a long mate. But it's but it feels really nice. I love the feel of the gourd because the gourd is is warm in my yeah. hand, and I and I I don't know. It's it's something about the and it's the same reason why I like the my wooden oh, gourd, my Palo Santo, and my other gourds because I really enjoy the aesthetics of being able to see the mate taste the mate and like feel the mate as well where in in the using like a metal one it's 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 more of a i don't know it just it's not my favorite to use a metal one but i still use one yeah. all the time because one it's the biggest mate i have and two 
it's if I leave the mate in there overnight because I'm lazy and I don't want to clean it out, I know that my gourd isn't going to be broken in the morning because yeah. it's metal. Yeah. So speaking of the gourd, um, tell me if I'm wrong because I, I can't recall all the details, but the mate, mate is obviously like the, it's, the gourd itself is made out of a squash. But yeah. there's two parts of the squash. There's like a top part and there's this, and there's a bottom part. The bottom part is bigger and the top part is smaller. It could be the other way around. <laughs> but yeah. any, anyway, for what I what I'd heard was that the small part is used for the Argentine matas and the larger part is used for the cuyas from the Brazilian uh, type. And it's that's why the, this uh, the shim, the is is usually in a much larger yeah. gourd com in comparison. But it's from the same plant. And I, I always thought that was kind of interesting. But I, I, I don't think I've ever actually... I think if you looked at a photo of, of the actual squash, it must it must be like... Um, it must have those two parts uh, where one side is larger than the other. Yeah. Ryan's going to look it up. <laughs> uh, a mate actual um, fruit or something the, the actual yeah. squash <laughs> if you look up gourd it'll just bring it up but oh, yeah. fruit's not gonna work either but yeah i've seen the same thing where where one part is the gourd and i and i think of like we don't see it in the united states at all so i think about like an acorn squash where like the yeah. top part is skinnier than the bottom part but if you cut that in half and and you use one half and then yeah. the other half one would be bigger and, and it's like it's clear on this one where it, it was cut down on the bottom. Like, I mean, you can see that's like, it was a gourd maybe on the top. Yeah. So this Kuya, uh, the Kuya that we that we have, it, it has like the hourglass shape. Um, and then at the bottom, it goes to a point. And so we have a little leather base that the Kuya can fit in. So it doesn't tip over. Otherwise you couldn't, it'll just tip right yeah, over. I almost, I almost set it right on the table as we were, <laughs> as we were talking and let it go. So that sounds that sounds a lot like the I I have a a mate from uh, Uruguay that a, a gentleman gave me and it has that same hourglass type shape and I have a base for it as well and it's pretty huge. So for in in comparison, I guess this question could be for David. In, in comparison, how much bigger is it than a traditional like mate you would pass around a, a circle in Argentina? Uh, I would say it's a good, maybe triple the size. Triple? Okay. Yeah. I just sent you a picture. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I want to say it's, you know, double double the size of an Uruguayan one. Um, or maybe one and a half times the size of an Uruguayan one. Um, and... Um, and maybe triple the size of an Argentine one. So that's really the difference. Okay. Uh, but I think what okay. causes, what makes it bigger than the Uruguayan one is that you have, you have it fanning out at the top and it increases like the surface size quite a bit. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. it, it actually, I've seen some Cuyas that are actually a lot bigger than this. I have one that's actually a lot bigger than this one. Um, and this one is so long that I can't even imagine now drinking out of one of those much, one of the bigger kuyas. Uh, you know, I guess the squashes vary in shape, right? So I'm sure you could get huge ones or smaller ones, but this one is 
um, looks like it's pretty average size, and yet it's really a, a good amount of water. I, yeah. don't, I don't think I would ever go larger than this. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm glad it's not larger. I don't think I can finish it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have uh, another question um, is, so if if they're so green like that, like when I think about um, Argentine Jerba, they they have different flavors or different styles or they'll put, you know, some jujos or, or other herbs in there with it. So for Shimahao, do they do they have different flavors? Do they, you know, are there different cuts like where we have, you know, Argentine has palo or without palo and just different flavors and things like that? Or is it all or is it all just just that green herb yeah so they actually they have like three different cuts if you go to like if on my mission or when i was living in brazil and i go to a store to buy shimahong there were three different cuts you could buy it's like erva nativa which is like native erva it's like i don't really know i can't original really or something. yeah, yeah original i can't flavor. really tell you what the nativa is but then there's an erva traditional traditional and that one's like it's a finer cut and i prefer to drink that one so traditional might be more it's, yeah like, it's, like it's finer and then there's moida grossa which is it's like which means like just a a bigger cut it's not quite as fine yeah and the one we're drinking right now is just a normal i mean it doesn't really say it sounds like it would mean coarse like coarse yeah it's yeah. coarser yeah i noticed there's a there's a suave version yeah i never had that one yeah. i think that's more of a mate type of thing less, so, less, less. so usually like the mate if it's if it's supposed to be suave then like the leaves are really big yeah. and it's so that there's a lot more air a lot more uh -huh. water and you can't it's not packed as much yeah, like I never, and, I've, I, and i've seen mates where like the leaves like the suave where the leaves are, are really like thick. They're, they they no they're they might even be the size of i don't know what would, would... yeah i would think <laughs> i would think it would just have a lot less powder yeah mm -hmm. a lot less powder i think the powder is what causes some for some people especially older people they mm -hmm. have troubles with their uh, like ingestion, ingestion, yeah, yeah. powder. So there's probably huh. less powder in that. Yeah, I've seen them. Uh, what I was trying to say is like they they look almost like if you were to crush up bay leaves, yeah. like in your hand, okay, and then throw them in a cup. Like the pieces are that big. Yeah, on some of the Suave brands, huh. and and one of the Suave brands that I have, I have a Suave brand that I have called uh, a Noblesa Gaucha Suave. Uh, no, sorry, it's a Rosa Monte Suave, and I have that one specifically for when grandma Nona comes over because she, she likes, doesn't like the bitter as much. Mm. Um, and so the cut is, is very, very big. It's mm. a larger cut. Now I'll show you guys that here after. But yeah. The way, the way that she describes it on those bitter ones is it's almost like she gets a little bit of a heartburn. Um, if she, if she drinks the stronger one. And so the suave doesn't give her that, that kind of heartburn okay. feel. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. So, so you, so you have, so you have the three different cuts. Are are do they ever add different herbs yeah, to they it? Do, um, is it okay? So when when I was down in Brazil, one of my favorite to drink 
it's this one that has menta or mint with it, like just combined mm -hmm. with the erva. And if you just buy it like it, just buy the erva and the mint together. It's just like a mix. And it's really good. That one's like my favorite. It kind of tastes like Christmas to me. <laughs> but but then you can buy all sorts of them with like ginger root or orange, like infused with it. Or, I think I would like orange. Uh, I don't know about ginger. That would be weird. Oh, he hasn't even mentioned the one. A lot of think. times they put anise. 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 Okay. Yeah, anise in it. Or like well, you, the stars, like the anise stars, the liquor stars. Yeah. They throw that in it too. Do you and, like that oh, one? I love it with that. See, that one to me, to me it's just like, wow, that would taste. But that's the thing. It probably, I can, um, after having um, uh, Shima Hao, I could see how different flavors would match much better with Shima Hao versus other ones because it's so light. Uh, in the in flavor where mate has that smoke and it's like well you can only put certain flavors with with mate yeah but um but with shima how i could see the the lightness of the flavor something would bring it out even stronger and make yeah. it taste really good um and so yeah i i stick to a lot of citrus with with mate, with mate. do they have smokier ones do they, they have, do like, they really have a ones? so when I, I was in Porto Alegre and we go to the the market in the city, the city square where the market was, and we would go and get an erva that was smoked. Okay. And it kind of tastes like a barbecue. Like, wow. I I didn't really like That's it. That's a cool experience. Right? Yeah. It, I mean, to me, it, it was still green and it still had like the same look as Shimahong, but it just had like yeah, it was a smoke. smoke. It and has I, literal smoke in yeah, it. Yeah, and I was like, I, yeah. I didn't really like it, but I, that would be different. Yeah, a lot of the other people I lived with and that I, yeah. that I had time with, they they loved it, and but it wasn't my thing, the smokiness. But it literally just tasted like shimahong with smoke. Yeah. But Tristan, I, I like a so, barbacoa, barbacoa version of Argentine sherba mm -hmm. to try, and it was so smoky we can't, we couldn't even handle it, mm -hmm. um, and. We, we just realized, but I know some people, they, they, you know, if it's not smoked, they don't even like it. Yeah. Either, right? Like yeah. It's, it has to taste like tobacco or else <laughs> it's not uh, something that they're interested in. Hmm. So I was, I was going to ask on, cause I'm trying to kind of wrap my head around it on, on, I guess how, how it's harvested and actually like, cause it has to be somewhat dried. Is it just not? is it just not aged as much or, or I guess, do you, do you know what the process is on, on how they actually kind of harvest it? Is there like a different season than they would with a regular mate? Um, or is it, is it just, just greener? So they probably just pull it, don't try it quite as much. I don't, David seemed to know a little bit more about this, the, the process between Shimahang and mate, but I don't really know. Yeah. The, the way they're prepared well i sold um a friend on long island um kind of a friend like a, acquaintance the guy the guy that owns circle of drink uh dot com mm -hmm. happens to live happens his shop happens to be just like down the road from my house and so i went to go visit him and he has a video uh of shima of how shima house is processed um and i thought it was pretty interesting. So basically the difference is that when the leaves are picked, um, the leaves are picked from the, the bushes, the, the mata leaves, um, most, 
all of mata all of the mata leaves go through that process of blanching um but not blanching like green tea blanch uh which is done with like steam it's done usually with heat uh which and traditionally it was done with smoke so you'd have a blanching process which basically is is exposing it to heat to stop the enzymes from working uh from breaking it down more uh but shimahao at that point stops right like that's when um shimahao after the blanching process it's it's still green and then it's sold right away whereas the argentine sherbas continue on like an aging process where it's exposed to limited heat and then aged over time uh and it it allows the it allows the leaves to actually uh break down um and become uh the chlorophyll starts to go away so you'll get less of the flor the floral chlorophyll taste uh and and the uh the sherba becomes more evenly uh flavored um and the caffeine starts to rise to the to the top uh so you get more of a, a bitter caffe- caffeinated flavor that's almost more like coffee in a sense uh for the argentine yerba with and the best yerbas are like age 2 3 4 5 years uh and they're very evenly flavored um what i what i noticed with the shimahao is that it's very it tastes very it tastes much fresher uh it's got a much more chlorophyll taste because it hasn't been aged you have a lot of chlorophyll it's very green so it's very apparent um and there's different peaks right like there's you get different flavors in it so it's yeah. a lot more complex in the sense that you get some smokiness in there but you also get some chlorophyll floral taste in there mm-hmm. uh and then you get the 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 bitterness as well so um so yeah i think uh, and and more of a grassy taste i i think that's like the 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 key to it right it's yeah. like you get more of a grassy taste where instead of like hay where that's been aged you're getting more of a green grass type Yeah. yeah. When I give it to people that haven't they don't really understand the culture and they're like it just looks like a hay and then they drink it and they're like it tastes just like grass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and that's what we we always get the same thing. Like yeah. it looks like hay, tastes like grass. And maybe it's like fresh cut alfalfa versus the like, the dried after a while alfalfa. It it. But but that but that's what I would I would say too is that that green color um i was just looking up on a little blog where the guy uh explains that it's basically the age that it's um that because it's not aged yeah. that it's just greener and I, and that's understandable i've actually seen um some people talking in uh in one of the facebook groups that we're in about how they would actually put the shima how on a on a baking sheet and toast it a little bit to dry mm. it out even more oh, really? to so to to that. preserve it or okay. you know to, or to bring back the flavor of an old one that was that yeah. seemed to be like going bad a little bit <laughs> that they would do that okay. so I, one one thing about preserving it i suspect that because it hasn't been aged as long there's still quite a bit of moisture in those leaves and that means more water activity and that means the possibility of getting mold uh moldy or going or going bad uh and so one one thing that i noticed uh when, when curtis came in with his bag is that 
the the bag that he has uh, that has the shimaho, it's like a foil bag. It's foiled, and so it's the packaging is like reinforced uh, to keep moisture out. And that's um, you know with with regular yerba mate, with regular Argentine yerba mate, you could you could send it in like a burlap bag and it would still be good, yeah. <laughs> right? Because it's been aged. There's not no it's super dry, no water activity. So. So like a like a yeah. mylar. Yeah, you can type. send it in like a regular burlap bag, or and that's the way that it used to be. Uh, you could you, you used to be able to buy it in burlap bags. Now the flavored ones, the flavored ones, they lose its flavor, right? So mm-hmm. those are also packaged in reinforced foil or uh, foil bags, uh, very similar to the Shimahau. But I've I've heard from some other people uh, that Shimahau, if it doesn't if it's not packaged correctly, it can go bad very quickly. And so if you buy it, it used to be that you wouldn't be able to find Shimahau like in Utah mm-hmm. because by the time it arrived in Utah, it would already be bad. Uh, but now with better packaging, it looks like uh, they're doing a better job of shipping it around. Yeah. This one I got came vacuum sealed. So yeah. I like to preserve it. Yeah, and some people. Uh, um, I actually learned this uh, just a few days ago, but they just put they put it in their in their in their freezer. Yeah, I've seen people do they that. Stick when it in I was freezer, in Brazil, yeah. they would sometimes they pull their shimahan, like the erva, out of the freezer, out of yeah. like the fridge or the freezer. So we we've talked about this in different in a, in in prior podcast episodes, but uh, do they also put in put the bombas in their freezers, or is they Not is that, that a part of fridge? Seen, no. Okay. No, we um we uh in parts of Argentina they'll stick the the bombilla in the freezer to keep bugs out of it. Really? Yeah, because <laughs> like beetles or ants will get in there, so they they'll they'll stick it in the in the in the freezer. Or and it's also the reason why the first mate goes to you know the the person hosting the event would usually drink from the 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 first mm-hmm. mate. Because if there's anything in there, then they spit it out. Oh, so, that makes sense. Yeah, I was just curious to see to know if that was similar in in hmm. in Brazil. Yeah. So, David, I have a, a sorry, I have a lot of questions because I I don't know anything about Shimao. Um and and you may not know the answer to this. Is there any are there any health benefit differences between a very aged mate and a one that has that's more fresh like that? Ah, uh, that is a good question. I don't know. Um, maybe, maybe some, maybe we need to do yeah. some research on that. Cause ultimately I, you know, I thought about just from the nutrition world, you know, there's always differences between like, you know, a, a canned vegetable versus a freeze dried vegetable versus like a flash frozen or just like dehydrated, you know, there's, there's a lot of differences yeah. in, in how everything is preserved. So I was there, just curious. There are a lot of purported benefits for chlorophyll itself. Um, and people drink chlorophyll just for its benefits. Um, and so I wonder if just because of its nature being, uh, so so much higher in chlorophyll, I wonder if, if there's some kind of a benefit there. Right. So, well, yeah, Mm -hmm. I'll have to, I'll have to do some research on that. Um, interesting question. Uh, I also wonder you see, one of the one of the benefits of the aging process is that 
the caffeine is much more um it, it's much it's more much more readily available from the mate like it'll steep it'll it'll steep out more quickly but then again there's also less caffeine overall because it's some of the caffeine's been broken down over time mm-hmm. so um yeah i wonder i wonder uh if there if you would get more of caffeine boost or less or how that would work it'd, it'd be interesting to to figure that out good questions any more questions casey as i take my uh um how many i think this is like my fourth <laughs> my fourth savala of shimaha no i think i'm i've i've definitely i guess learned learned a lot there and i think it's a lot a lot of great information i just i'm really i just need to go find some yep. ryan you're uh you're coming up next week bring me some okay i can bring you up some shima house and and i do i do enjoy Sweet. it like there are times where i think where like to me it wouldn't matter well i guess it would matter i think i'd still prefer jedra mate but i will i would also definitely drink shima how i could drink it on a daily easy um, and I'd like to try it cocido as well. I'd like to try it cocido mm-hmm. and see what like the different flavor from because like when you when you do mate, you would think that the water would like be green, but it's more like a gold color. Gold. Yeah, mm-hmm. when you do the mate, right? Like yeah. in the, in the pot, it looks gold. Yeah. And and I would think that shimahao. A, a pot of gold. <laughs> but I, I really think that shimahao would probably look green. green. Like like a bright what green, more like tongue? green tea. Is my tongue green? Uh-huh. <laughs> is my your tongue green? Yeah. No, I feel like I have powder like all throughout my throat now. Yeah, it's very different. Yeah. Well, good. Thanks for sharing this with us, Curtis. Yeah, you yeah. gotta finish it. I can't. Finish. Yeah, it's, you gotta it's, finish it. You can't. Bit now. <laughs> it's stuck now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's. I, I think it's it's a great. It's another great. Uh, great way to drink sherba and if you especially if you if you're trying different types then um if you don't like one and you want to try something else then definitely try um shimahao and see if that's uh if that flavor is is a better flavor for you and i know lots of people that like it um and interchangeably i think it's really good and it's still it's still very aesthetically pleasing to do it brings the focus it has the the Mm -hmm. helps you with concentration it and it's pretty and it's yeah (laughs) it's beautiful it's a beautiful uh mate like when you see it you look at it like wow that's it puts argentine mates to shame really (laughs) to be honest like you know we we drink mate all the time and i now i when i when i drink regular mates I'm always going to think, oh, this doesn't even look closely as, <laughs> it's, as pretty it's, as, as it, uh, it's, like, it's like the, the, the male bird of mate versus the <laughs> female bird. Because <laughs> yeah. the female bird always looks kind of <laughs> drudgery. But the male bird is like the peacock has all the feathers. Yeah. And he's like, this is like so much brighter than the other. I don't know. Maybe that's. Yeah, I don't it, know. I don't know if I would switch because I'm, I, I'm just too used to drinking my normal mate. And I don't think I would have the patience for that. 
like because uh, there's like a whole process that you went through to just to put it together and usually i just like pour my gerva in stick my bombilla and go mm-hmm. uh and this is this takes a while but i think if i wanted to like create like a perfect picture uh, uh a perfect aesthetically pleasing picture of, of mate drinking i i would definitely use the kuya yeah definitely look up pictures like online of like selling shimahau and you'll like see like the the sales like the big mounds of mate and they are they are much more beautiful like the all of the different brands that they that they sell and it's like super big sorry that was my daughter that just came in and wanted to say hi yeah well curtis uh uh thank you for being our our guest our first guest on this podcast you're welcome yep. it's it's a pleasure to be on it and share yeah. my shimaham with you guys all right uh and we're we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up because uh we've got kids coming in the house and people want dinner and <laughs> so uh casey love you thanks for coming on i uh, wish you were here no thanks for having right. me too and uh Thanks, everybody, uh, all the listeners who are, who are listening today. Gracias y gracias.